everybody. It's Wayne with Mark and Areed, and we are so excited that you've come to watch the Eat Community Podcast. We know you're going to enjoy it. We actually did it live originally on our Eat Community webinar series, which we also invite you to come to, but you will love this podcast that you're going to be listening to right now. Um, I've been trying to get on for the last 20 minutes and there just now had to kind of do it all myself. Couldn't figure out. Welcome to you. And, um, I'm going to put this phone down. I was using it to try to get in. I'm sorry. This is not my computer that I wanted to be using. I want to use the one that you see over here because this one's slower and it's not going to be as good, but welcome to you that are here. And um, this is our Thursday Talk with Wayne series. And I just came back about 30 minutes ago from the Idaho State Girls Basketball Tournament. And any of you that know me from um, a while know that I'm a very large sports fan, specifically um, high school athletics, and even more specifically basketball. I coached at the um, club level. That means um, that's what these players that play high school sports play when they're not playing in the high school sport they're in. And I was fortunate enough to coach three different what are called Naismith um, High School All-Americans. So the top high school player in the United States, three different times, three different young ladies. And all three of them went on and had very distinguished college basketball careers. And two of them played in the WNBA. And one of them will be eventually a Hall of Famer. Um, Ann Struthers um, will be a Hall of Famer in the, in the WNBA Hall of Fame. So I was able to coach some really very good players. And so um, the, high, the tournament for the state of Idaho is five minutes away from me. That way um, would be not a whole lot farther than that if I walked there even. But I can't walk there because in between me and there is a canal that is – four or five feet deep and 20 feet wide. And, and I don't, well, I didn't want to try to swim across it in the middle of February. And I wouldn't do that in the middle of June or July. And uh, so I couldn't get that way. I don't think you've seen this view of my office previously. It's an interesting one, very busy, as they say. And I always think this thing right behind me here looks weird because that's a uh, actually a black dog in the background carrying a bird that looks like a kangaroo or something. Um, this is a very cool gift that was given to me. That's a loon in, a, uh, in the cattails. This is a really cool material that was made by a very good friend. Um, there's my closet that I usually have the door closed. I didn't expect to use this computer and this, so I didn't get over there and close it. And I'm not going to go do it now, but um, that is uh, where I store things, and those are sports card boxes. And earlier today, I was on a call with someone um, talking about sports cards because that's a business of mine. 
Um, and who knows who who knows who this person is? That's Larry Bird, for those who know basketball, at least one of the top five basketball players of all time, if not better. And uh, those are some sports cards. That is one sports card that I have of him. So anyway, um, this is our Thursday Talk with Wayne session. And I have some things we'll we can talk about, but um, I assume that that's Alicia doing it, but so she is sending some messages um, with some links, I believe, on them. I've got a couple of other cool photos that were just out because I grabbed the other ones. Um, this is my middle daughter with a volleyball when she was probably a senior or junior in high school. Um, interestingly, the least athletic of all four of my children. And that was probably the last year she played organized sports. And that pile of picture was also my oldest daughter. And this was taken her senior year in high school. And uh, she is the most athletic. No, my son was the most, but she's very close to him. And she um, played a lot of sports and ended up being an All-American in college in, in lacrosse and uh, also played high school basketball, or excuse me, played high school, but also college. A business that I haven't talked about, but that all of you should think about because it's uh, of some uh, value for a lot of reasons. Um, it's called 7K Medals, and is something where you collect valuable items that are made from gold and silver. Uh, this happens to be um, a, a little more than two ounces of silver. And it is in a case and it is graded. Um, and the highest grading that you can get of any kind of a coin collectible is called an MS-70. I had it upside down there. And this is an MS-70. So it's the highest quality you can get. And uh, this happens to be what's called the commemorative coin for the state of Delaware. And uh, there were only 7,777 of these made in the world. So they have collector value because they're scarce. There's only 7,000 that will ever be made. And um, collectibles can have some good value if you uh, if you're able to uh, keep them in really good condition, which is why this is in a case that's about three eighths of an inch thick and, and uh, sealed so that it can't get wet or have any kind of contact um, with the outside world. Um, and that is acquired through a company called 7K Metals. Um, here's a here's a card that describes the, the what that coin looks like. It's it's a little bigger than what the actual coin is, and that's a description of it on the back. Um, so, um, there is a chat session, and 
This may be the last week that we use. We only did it for the last two weeks. We've done it earlier, but um, this, for whatever reason, is not going to be a good platform for us. Um, we're going to go back to something we used a little bit, not a lot, a number of years ago, but it's called Webinar Jam. And uh, we've we had good results with it. There were things that have been dramatically improved about it, especially related to AI. It actually will help us to create webinars, new ones, because it gives us, uh, once we put in a topic that we're wanting it to be, um, it uses artificial intelligence AI to uh, create a, uh, uh, a, a outline for you, a script essentially. And you can have one for the host and for speakers and for um, any other participants that are involved in it. And um, again, next week we'll use Webinar Jam. Um, I don't know what went wrong with this earlier today because I was kept getting a message that I do not have access to this webinar and was able to get in finally when I just went in through what's called the back door of uh, Kajabi um, and got in on it. Um, it's amazing what has been happening with AI. We've talked a little bit about it, but um, I'm gonna show you one here. This is a program called Live Screen. So I have to share my screen. So Mark, let's see, where do I do that here? I go back to Kajabi. At the bottom of your screen, you should see share screen, a square um, next to the microphone icon. Right. I've lost my page now. The other reason I didn't want to use this computer because I have way too many tabs open. I'll find it here in a second. Come on. Usually it shows what's the, um, the little talking head, which where I'm at, I'm not finding it. Come on, where is it? Where's the, am I still on? Did I lose you guys? Hello? Yeah. Okay. Why am I not seeing where the talking head is? Usually shows a little, um, Wow, this is weird. I'm not seeing it. Maybe it's here. Should be at the uh, bottom of your screen, um, your webinar window. Um, is you it? see look, all, all the controls are? No, it's. I have closed it because oh, I was okay. going to get something else. And I didn't close it. I just, oh, I didn't, I went from this tab to get a new one uh -huh. to, to look at a live plan. And as I look through all my icons, I'm not seeing a little talking, little speaker look to see exactly where it's at. It's okay, just so it might be, yeah, it might be on a different tab. Uh, it might be on Windows instead of um, there you Windows go. No, that's not it. Um, let's just show another thing. Well, first and foremost, it's important to, to, to have clarity have around. Two.
Mark, why is that on? What was that? Okay, I think someone shared it. Oh, yeah, Robert. Robert shared it. What was it. that? What was it? Uh, I have no idea. Why can somebody in randomly in the audience just throw something up on the screen? Okay, so it has a view together in room option. Uh, so they can use that. Okay. Well, maybe that's better than me. You guys want to show that? I'll go take a break. Go some walk. Go watch the basketball tournament again. Um. I. Who's the audio? What's that? Who is this? Mark, would you mute the audience, please? Yeah, sure. Uh, it's fine for people to speak, but I don't know if you guys know this. We record these, and with AI now, you can take any kind of record, any kind of material that's ever been published on the Internet and use it to become a knowledge base for creating new products, new objects. One of the challenges we've got with EAT right now is there's four of us here, me, Mark, Alicia, and Robert. There should be 400 here, okay? For whatever reason, our community doesn't see the value of our live webinars, which means they suck. And we've got to figure out how to make them better. I really appreciate you guys being here, but would more appreciate if you guys would give us ideas, not just texts of what you think is great in solar development or whatever else, but what is it that that we can do to get people who sign up, because we have 27 people signed up, to show up instead of instead of not. And, and we, we're having it happen across the board. Um, people are just not doing what I would say they say they're going to do by showing up. Um, so um, that's that's something that, that we could get some help with. Um, so if you want to address that issue, we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do that. And then right now, um, I did have some things to talk about today, but if you guys have got questions, I see people putting in tech, you know, different, um, sources of different things in the chat here, but they're not questions. So Bob, Bob Hayes, Robert put in. These YouTube clips are about fundraising, so big deal. There's lots of clips about fundraising. Why? Why do we care about those? Put it in the put it in the chat. Why I should show somebody a YouTube clip on fundraising? Um, and then a little earlier, somebody put in something about farmer greed. Farmer John Greed, innovative approach to scaling poster age uh, poster. That's a cool one. Um, I don't know how, I don't even know how we play those because they're not, yeah, it is clickable. I would assume I could put that up, but I'm guessing you have to register for it to be able to show it. Um, and uh, those were also Robert's um, different posts. So Robert, if you'd like to be unmuted, Mark can unmute you and uh, tell us about any of your 
posts here on what, what are about, what is it where we should be showing um, this? Because by the way, just because we don't have hardly anybody on here live, we do still get very large groups of people watching all of our sessions in, in, um, in their replays. And so we have to always assume that this is going to be watched by someone later, not just while we're on. I mean, I could click on some of these. There's the solar grays. Now, now you know what? That's not going to work because I'm not sharing my screen. Now it's up there, but I could share it. Let's see. I'll go share and show the American Solar Grazing Association, which was a link that Robert had put in. And now, are you guys seeing it? Because again, this is one of the things I don't like yep. about Kajabi. I don't see it. I don't see anything other than, than uh... okay, now I do. Now I can't move it, actually. So I'll go back to that and just scroll it. Pretty cool looking website. ASGA, the ASGA, which is, must be the American Solar Grazing Association, they certify for various things, one of them being solar grazers, solar grain grazing. How would you get certified? Let's look at that. So if you teach solar grazing, and I thought this was, I recognize the truck there. That's Will Harris's farm um, at White Oak, White Oak Pastures in Georgia. And I think this is Will right here on the back. Will has been um, one of our guests and I spent a great four day period when we were, Mark Shepard and I were at Will's place at White Oak Pastures doing a seminar for about this many people, because we might have used this same converted truck van to do our our uh, grazing, our um, tur a tour of Will's farm. So ASGA certification for solar grazing recognizes educational programs, teaching key concepts. Um, and here's what you need for standards. So program name has to include solar grazing. Define what you use for performance standards. Clarify the role of mowing and mechanical, weed and chemical control. Describe what a grazing model is to accomplish, how you seed. Sheep management, sheep nutrition. And we're only halfway through. Um, budget and startup cost. You know what? I'm probably wrong. I'd be calling it American Solar Grazing. I think it's Sheep Grazing Association. 
It has nothing to do with solar. No, it is solar grazing association. I don't know why that's this whole thing's focused on sheep. I don't know why cattle can't be grazed in a solar manner or alpacas or um, ostriches or you name it. Well, interesting. Don't know much about it. Um, I'm sharing a different tab now. I'm sharing that solar grazing one. This is the one I was just looking at. And I'm going to close that one. And go back to stop sharing for a second at least. All right, Any, uh, anybody, lots of messages here for people to look at. Thank you for providing them. But um, is there a CC closed caption feature on this app? Uh, is there a mark? I don't know. Probably is. Don't know how to find it. Uh, let's see if there is. Uh, I'll see the option. Effects, sometimes effects would be closed captioned. Nope, general. Nope, advanced. Nope, not that. Um, what about here? Nope. Uh, I don't see a closed caption. Do you, Mark? I don't see one. I don't see it. Coming soon. Here we go. Thank you. Wow. There's something in the background again. Bob says, I heard, I heard Mark for a second there. Mark's been on a number of times. Are you, you having trouble with your volume, Robert? This React is kind of weird. It's kind of fun. I put that up there. Put that one up there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it doesn't look like there is a closed caption uh, option. Let's see the effects. No, not a, nothing that says closed caption. So while I'm here, I'm going to show you about a couple of things that we've we've been experimenting with and, and what we're going to be doing. 
Uh, I, I had it up, but live plan is one. So I'm going to share that. Uh, share screen. Live plan. There it is. Live plan is a business plan writing uh, program, and we subscribe to it, but we are able to share it with members of the community if we choose to. And 3 to 6 p.m. today, it's going to be unavailable starting at it'll be 4 here, so we're fine. And uh, just when we're going to be finishing, we won't be able to use this. So here's what's interesting. This was, I'm just showing part of the business plan that I was working on. And this one is for um, our potential ranch that we were going to work on um, at uh, what's called Canyon Creek Ranch here in, in Idaho. And here's the description of the opportunity. Um, an ecological business park startup, a um, bunch of challenges that we face, it describes the solution, um, blah, blah, blah. Um, but what I want to do then here is you can go to market, which we haven't put in here yet. Um, and this is to use the AI feature that live that is now available on live plan. So um, here is summarize what you wrote in the target market section, provide a description of ideal customer and so on. Um, so it essentially, I'm going to say live assistant help me write and um, I'm going to just put in this as a thought. And I'm going to generate a draft. So AI is doing this. And what it's doing is, remember what I asked it to do was summarize, um, I said, to, to help me write about target customers. So description of those. So here it is. Our target customers are ecologically minded professionals and their families seeking to live, work, and play in a sustainable community setting. Um, we estimate there are currently over 100,000 people in the metro area. I'm not sure what metro area. I didn't tell it anything about that, but fit our profile. Our market research shows our consumers fall into three categories, young professionals and couples seeking to establish roots in an eco-friendly neighborhood, established dual-income families seeking outdoor amenities and community activities, retirees and empty nesters attracted to recreational opportunities and shared community spaces. With the growth of the sharing economy and increased interest in sustainable living, we expect to a total addressable 
um, market for our Vision Eco Village to continue expand rapidly in coming years. So let's just say, yeah, let's uh, let's insert that into the plan. And now let's go back over here. So we inserted that. And then competition. Well, let's do that. And again. Let's use AI to write. Well, it is writing. As an ecological business park focused on multiple unsustainable ribbing, our main competition comes from traditional office parks and commercial properties, while those offer many convenient offers, Mountain Sky Ranch, and that's where we're writing this for. Um, is all of curl stuff, so it's saying why it's better. Let's insert it into the plan. It's been replaced. There wasn't anything there, so I'm not sure why it says it's been replaced. But well, let's let's do this. Let's rewrite it. Let's see what it says the second time. Uh, let's expand it. Okay, let's replace it again and go back. To write a business plan, this is making it really easy. So let's go to why us. Mark, tell me, because I'm not looking at it, if, uh, if there's any questions or comments here. Okay. All right, I'm gonna put this in. All right, let's put in a longer example for us. We're going to replace the plan. We go here. And we're going to go to our forecast. And let's start this topic. There's Starliner food truck. So. Says to summarize our goals. Let's copy and paste this. This is all very cool. We can help you guys with this. Um, and you can use it if you're writing something for your own business. 
I had told it before, I think a half a million was our size. So let's replace this. Go back to forecast. Financial highlights. Market size. Let's copy it, part of it. So I ask it to regenerate, to do it again. I put it into the plan. Current alternatives. So this is talking about current alternatives. And it's pretty honest that there really aren't any. Um, Right, I'm going to copy this, paste it. Generate a graph. 
I didn't like that. I re I redid it. Uh, I'm not sure I like this one either. But let's use it. I'll always edit it. Let's go to our advantages. I'm not doing, doing great prompts here, but it's working. I mean, it's writing better than I would write without this help, which is the whole goal of using what's available today with AI. I didn't like that one, so I'm going to regenerate it. So here is what's called, um, there's a word for it, and I've just, it's lost me, this brand. I heard it for the first time yesterday about what AI can sometimes do, and people who use it better know when it's doing it, so they don't use the data that's created. Um, it's essentially lying, and there's another better word for it, but look at what it's put here. As an eco-conscious business park, it, it, it thinks we're in California. Our markets research so 70% of college not of California knowledge workers are highly concerned about environmental impact. Strategically situated in Lake Tahoe, 10 minutes from downtown, Mountain Sky Ranch. That's not right. That's just a lie. We're not anywhere near Tahoe. Um, let's regenerate, see what it does this time. This is much better. This is actually accurate. That other one was absolutely inappropriate. So we'll insert this into the plan. Now I think we've written all of this part. Let's see where we were on. This, I'm not going to continue here. This is showing you what it can do. But you can see with just a few more clicks, um, we can finish this. And I'm not going to do it right now. But let's uh, stop sharing. Back to this. See what. Uh, they absolutely do, Robert, need to be proofread before anything goes out. 
Alicia just put in a pretty cool. Um, link to a, a go to webinar. Probably I don't want to go to that because it's probably an hour long or more. But um, about the sinister side of AI, which there definitely is a potential sinister side. So let's do this. I've gotten to the point where I pretty much used up today's topic. Uh, I just wanted to really show certain new things related to being able to use um, AI. Um, Anybody in the audience have any other? Um, John Liu was already here, Robert, you missed him. John Liu's been with us a couple of times, but he did a webinar with us, what, Mark, a month ago or so? I don't think we can get him back again now. We've already had him. He's very popular as a speaker. So go go back into your website, go into the, to the Eat Community website and look for John Liu's webinar. And I don't believe he talked about the value of co-ops. Did he, Mark? I don't think so. No, he, he talked about how he, he basically this time he talked about his childhood and how he um, regenerate or um, um, like uh, greened up his whole, whole uh, area, size of uh, state. Um, mountains and everything um, turned green so that was his topic this time uh we should ask biophilic design any thoughts i i don't know that i understand biophilic design very much uh, as well as uh um as as maybe somebody who could speak on it as an expert where um, so I, I'm not going to comment. I just, I'm not sure I know it well enough. You posted a short video, but we're not going to play that. But anyway, people can look at it if they'd like. Um, where'd you put that in the text? You put that up higher here. I don't see anything about biophilic business plan. Oh, here it is. Let's see what this is. Let's see how long this is. Got to share the screen. There it is. This is the trailer. To, to watch this, you got to pay $20. I don't think we're going to do that. But we could watch the trailer. I think beauty is our word for the perfection of those qualities of environment that have contributed the most to human survival. Great architects have intuitively sensed these things without probably even articulating or being able to articulate why they did what they did. It just seemed right. If you look at it in terms of its negative, if we're deprived of the opportunity to affiliate with nature, it also affects us.
if we were in a room that had no windows, that had just artificial light and processed air. Basically, you wouldn't want to be there for very long. And if you were there for very long, if somehow you couldn't escape from that room, you would start to have a kind of a sensory deprivation. We tend to think of cities and nature as being these kind of polar opposites, when in fact, you need to think about the concept of a city as being more like a garden, full of nature, bountiful. If you look at sustainability, it really is what impact is people and their behaviors have on the natural environment. And biophilia turns that on its head and says, what impact does nature have on us? We grow as children by interacting with nature and learning about the world and ourselves. And when we cut that off, we are limiting a child's development. We are a technology company trying to lead the way and always to innovate and attract the best talent in the world. Creating a, a workplace that has some of these biophilic attributes undoubtedly helps us do that more successfully, and that's good business. My message to architects would be that if they do their job well, then they really are partners with the doctors and the nurses who do the healing. Biophilic design is thus about creating good habitat for people in a modern built environment that satisfies their need for beneficial contact with the natural world. Environmental degradation and alienation from nature are not inevitable consequences of modern life, but rather failures in how we have deliberately chosen to design our buildings and our cities. We designed ourselves into this predicament, and we can design ourselves out of the help of biophilic design. Very cool. I wonder if E.L. Willison is still alive. I'm going to look him up real quick. Five years. Uh, sadly, he's passed. Died in 2021. So he would have been. He was born in 29, so he, you know, be 90 something now. Yeah. 92 when he died. This is wiki page about it. Forty years at Harvard. Started as an ant taxonomist. <laughs> Very different than where he ended up. His work with MacArthur was really well known. I used this book, Social Biology, in a, in a course that I taught at one time. Yeah, this is, a, this is unfortunately kind of a sad part of his career. He, he, and, he and Dawkins were quite opposed in their views about microevolution. 
Falcon's still alive. It's interesting because it doesn't look like he has a wiki page, so I don't think he's as famous enough to have one. Yeah, Dawkins is alive. Yeah, very cool. I not thought about either of these gentlemen in quite a while. So it's interesting. I think that E.L. Wilson had a PhD. At least according to this, he had a BS and an MS the next year, transferred to Harvard, doesn't say that he got a PhD at Harvard. He was appointed to their Society of Fellows. Oh. Can't imagine he doesn't, but it just doesn't say it here. Although you think it would be here. Wow, uh, he, he must have been, had something he said, Wilson did, that related to racism, so he, he was criticized for. Well, you can hardly say anything that's public today that's not going to have some kind of criticism of it. So anyway, this, is, this has been fun. Um, boy, yeah, it's cool to talk about somebody I hadn't thought of in a long time, Neil Wilson. Um, Any other thoughts? Robert says he is in living memory. Very cool. NRCS is looking for public input and aid of their conservation practices in March of this year. Any thoughts? If you've got some thoughts about that topic and your public input, you should get it in. I don't have any right now, so I wouldn't wouldn't be me putting in, because I don't know enough about it. So, all right, I think we will call it for the day. We're just a little bit short of top of the hour, and uh, actually went from troubling not being able to get in to really a lot of fun we will use next week here's interesting i'll throw it show this last share my screen again um cartra um is a um competitor to kajabi and we're not going to drop Kajabi, but there are elements of it that if we add it to Webinar Jam, we can do some very cool things, which may help us to get more people excited about live uh, webinar situations. And the big thing is that emails as of February 1st 
have to be what are called PCI and GDPR compliant. And um, I'm not convinced that Kajabis um, are. So we've got to get an answer from Kajabi about that. So one of the reasons we're going to start using Kartra is because of its connection with Webinar Jam, which is what we are we are going to use for webinars starting next week. So that's going to be it for the day. We looked at this. Awesome. Mark, why don't you let's stop sharing here first. Um, actually, it went to another thing. Let's stop it. Let's stop it here. And Hey, everybody. I bet you enjoyed that immensely. That was one of our most amazing presentations here at the EAT community. Please look forward to our next podcast in the very near future, and we look forward to seeing you again on the EAT Community Podcast.